with a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George. Welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right. Good morning. I am very pleased to have as my guests here this morning, Graham Pierce, English instructor at and uh, English coordinator at CNC, and Matt Partika, sorry, um, English instructor at CNC as well. And of course, I'm your host, Trudy Clausen. And today we're going to be talking, I don't know, intellectual fight club. Uh, we're going to be talking probably, we'll end up talking probably about free speech and what it means to have free speech in a functioning society and so uh welcome thanks Thanks for having us thank you you guys (laughs) sounded just about in unison there well thank you so um uh well where do where do we begin yeah intellectual fight club Mm -hmm. like that sounds dangerous um it it? is yeah (laughs) (laughs) and what is it can you explain it to me whoever which one of you all right graham it was one of my it was an idea that i said hey let's well, it started because um, teaching first-year composition, even second-year courses, there's far too many students who feel uncomfortable expressing themselves. So I'll ask them their opinion on something. Wait a minute. How does this happen? We've been spending the last 20 years of the public education system telling children to be themselves and to express themselves. Why are we here? I'll just give I'm you... Sorry, a, I'm sorry. Well, I'm here? already feeling... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a long story, but... Yeah, but we haven't been for the last 20 years. That's the problem. My belief is that at CNC, we've been somewhat insulated from the postmodern. When when I say postmodern, I mean it's the ideology, and from it stems critical theory and all the isms, and and what most people understand is um, approaches to deconstructing Western society, whether that be based on race, gender... Um, anything based on identity. And you think CNC has been somewhat... Insulated from it because it's working class. So it's really it's really tough to go home and say, hey, I learned this, this theory that says that you, Mom, are... Um, the problem. Uh, yeah, you're a, you're a, you're a, yeah, you're a victim of, of, you know, this whatever, and you, Dad, are the problem because you're part of whatever. Usually at the kitchen table, that falls apart. Right, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what are you talking about, and how does this stand up, and and with it, like any evidence of how we live our lives? But then suddenly, I don't know. It was. I think the internet's a big part of it. Yeah, but social, it was... social media and phones, because everything you say now is recorded, and you say anything, and you can be mobbed online, and it's recorded, and so people can see it, and people from anywhere in the world can chime in and add their two cents and mob you, and. You're defeated not by your peers, but by some random person, you know, who's decided that you are the problem. Well, here's a, here's just a really specific example in the classroom. Looking at okay, so when we write, we want to be as specific, definite, and concrete as possible. You that's wanna, that's the goal. It is it's because you don't want to make Stephen King. It's it, yeah. You don't want to make people work harder than than they need to. We're trying in order to share consciousness. I want to I want to understand what what you're trying to tell me. Okay, so. An example I, I just gave because it had been a hot issue was, all right, what's the problem with 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 destabilizing the definition of women of 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 woman? Yes, I'm a little bit sensitive about that. Yeah, well, I think everyone should be. <laughs> okay, yeah. there's nothing more basic than yeah. than man or woman. Yeah, it's um, I mean, the the great minds of our time are, are are getting into this, and if we're willing to 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 to, to trade off the definition of woman for social justice well 
I mean, we're into, we're getting, we're, we're in chaos. So I asked, I said, so, so what is the definition of, of a woman and silence? I said, really? Like, okay, well, I'll give you a definition. And so I gave, you know, text, textbook definition, you know, let's like, um, a woman, um, <laughs> a woman is, <laughs> well, you know, it's the chromos- chromosome definition, but also I said gametes, you know, when women produces eggs, right? Okay, yeah. So it gets right down to the biological, biological You gave the biological yeah. definition. Yeah. And there is a, a young woman in the class who said, well, I don't believe that. I said, well, on what, based on what? A woman can be any, and it's the argument, a woman can be anyone who identifies as so a woman. So why is that a problem? And why is that a problem? Because yeah. if we, well, well, because also you need to identify as something. So you can't say, what is a woman? It's anybody who identifies as a woman because it's a cyclical argument. It's, well, okay, if you identify right, as a woman, no, what are you no identifying defi- right. as? Then there's no definition, mm-hmm. yeah. And so it's a, it's a non-signifier. There's, there's, you're not saying anything by that. So that's one s- reason that's a problem. So you said CNC had been slightly insulated from this whole, like, and, and this is just one small example, but I mean, yeah. there's so many. Why do you think working class families have been more immune? Like, is it just that they're just too stupid to catch the... No, I don't think, I think that they smell a bad idea and they're like, well, no, that, I think there's this assumption that these are wacky academic ideas that won't affect real lives. Now, where it switched was, and why places like Prince George, and I think it's all sort of working class places have been hit by this, is because our institutions have been taken over by it. Mm -hmm. And by institutions, that means we're no longer... It's no longer something that's just happening in, you know, fourth year classes at UMBC or in graduate you know, discussions. It's in, it's in the courts. It's in medicine. It's everywhere. It's in education. It's in K to 12. It's in, yeah. And so now you get this idea. It's in, it's everywhere. And the only people who can reject it are, well, really it's, it's individuals. And that's a problem because it needs to be families. It needs to be neighborhoods. It needs to be communities. Right. Okay. So here's this idea that need, that needs to have some engagement because, but then you ask a question and it doesn't matter how difficult that question might have become to answer. One would expect that in, with students who have grown up in a civil society like ours, who have learned that they have a right to their own voice would feel comfortable sharing their opinion you'd or their, think. you'd think, but yet you were met with silence. Ex- I, I think that's the general rule. Like, I mean, that's the general so experience. So what's happened? With, like with why? Silence or very tepid. I think, well, public discourse has shifted quite a lot. Our young people are raised on internet forums mm-hmm. where the, I guess the rules of liberal society and speech have not been preserved the same way. Uh, and, okay, so for example, like what Graham's example there where he's talking to his class and the student says, I don't necessarily agree. If Graham had shared that definition online, he would have gotten mobbed. Yeah. In the class, he has some good faith from his student who has got to trust him, yeah. know who he is, mm-hmm. and assume that he's not just you know putting bait out there or trying to offend. 
that's the benefit of being in person with a small group and being able to talk to each other face to face. There's accountability. Okay, so the, on the oh, internet, there's okay. none. You can say whatever you want to whoever you want, and you don't have to be accountable to that. You don't even know who you're talking to or who's talking to you. And, of course, this kind of thing exploded during the pandemic because we saw fewer and fewer people face-to-face. Sure. Yeah. Huh. I think think it's the Internet and social media, all these new technologies are brand new. We still don't know how to use them. Like. We've gone through a revolution probably as great as the printing press, and we're 30 years into it. And, yes. And, and now we're getting hit by other ones like AI. <laughs> so yes, and, and the printing press. We don't press, know what to do. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. Print, printing press resulted in the Reformation yes. and, and the Inquis- Inquisition, right? Mm-hmm. The Inquisition. A fundamental shift in the nature of human civilization. Just the Pope's exorcist. Part- <laughs> you just watched the Pope's the Exorcist Pope's- with Russell okay. Crowe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Deals with the Spanish Inquisition. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, I should really watch that. The, yeah. the Pope's Exorcism. Yeah. Exorcist. Exorcist. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Well, <laughs> <laughs> so we'll sit down and we'll watch a screen. Yeah. Um, instead of coming into one of your classes. Yeah. Go ahead. I, but I think, like, I think that's where we are. Is that we don't have when somebody says something, you don't know these days if they're being a troll, if they're being sincere, and if the people on the other end who are receiving that are going to take that in good faith and give you the benefit of the doubt and try and have an intellectually honest discussion with you. And I don't think internet or social media facilitates that. No, I've tried a few times. Yes. It just it very quickly just blows up. It brings out the worst in people. Yeah. Well, it's also the idea of punishment. You know, like, you used to be able to say things, and the worst that would happen was people would mutter, yeah. you know? And even if your your social group doesn't agree with you, there's a, there used to be a kind of a cachet of being a bit of a, you know, a rogue in, in thought. Yeah. An iconoclast. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. But this idea that, well, if I, ha- I hold this position, I will become, it, I won't be allowed into these professions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or, or the institution will will haul me up in into a a secret meeting on the third floor, and reeducation. Yeah, reeducation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and we're full, and institutions are full of these mechanisms now, and I think people are are. I mean, they're spooked into submission. It's Orwellian and it's Kafkaesque. Mm-hmm. I just finished rereading 1984, and it's terrifying. Yeah, you know, you go through this process and. And there's no due process and you're a problem and we have to retrain you to be exactly what we want you to be. Yes. Here are the correct opinions. Right. I mean, and, uh, yeah. like I see all of this feeding very much into sort of this this popular concern of voter apathy. Yeah. We always are, like after every election, we're always talking about how, oh my goodness, voter turnout is low. And it's like, well, why should you bother? When, when... It seems that everything is just already predetermined and, and people just have given up caring because they can't even have a discussion. Yeah, that's right. Well, let's look at something that's like outside of the classroom that I've always been sort of shocked. Like, there's no way anyone loves living on, so paying more money for a smaller piece of land with a house with no environmental, um, there's no trees, there's no bushes. It's all been yeah. clear cut. They put in the, the sewer and the lights and you get a, you know, increased taxation, right? Yeah. Nobody can be, like, I don't imagine anybody who's like 15 dreaming of their, you know, where they're going to live that they're like, I want to live in a package community. Yeah. Yet, 
we approve these constantly. It's the mm-hmm. only thing we approve. It's the only thing we approve. Oh yeah, bring in the you know, clear it off. Yep, there you go. Won't be any bird squirrels. Won't be any shade. Have fun, kids. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna charge you. You're gonna get. You're gonna be in a forever mortgage. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you see the that there's a connection between. Well, it's, could, it's apathy in general. Yeah, apathy in general. Apathy no one has any control over anything. Why would you want to pursue something meaningful in your life when there's no prospect for a good life in terms of home, oh, family, faith. anything like that? Well, you shouldn't own a car because it's environmentally, you know, unconscionable. You, sh- you know, your job should be making the world a better place. You should live in squalor and and kind of make do. And then at the same time, you're supposed to pursue the best of thought and, you know, like mm. try and ri- rise to intellectual battles. They, they're they kind of inconsummate. They need to go hand in hand. You have to have a, a mm. an energy for life to also have an energy for debating those important ideas which are going to make your life meaningful. Something that I've been thinking about is we used to push students to go deep on issues. Mm-hmm. Like the idea of I, in high school is on a debating team, mm-hmm. right? And I did that because um, I used to, I played sports and then there was girls on the debating team. I thought, well, that sounds better <laughs> when we're driving to Kelowna or whatever. That's right. And debating, you can't get onto that stage unless you're really prepared. You look, you look like an idiot. Yeah. And to be prepared on an issue, to know something about an issue was a kind of armor against. Yes. Right? Yeah. And we've sort of done away with that. We're now all armchair quarterbacks around a predetermined set of issues. And a right? predetermined set of way of talking about them, too. Yeah. And a predetermined outcome. Yeah, sure. sure. And it's like the agenda's been set. And like, like, So then what's the point of talking about anything? And that's probably why people don't. Well, a lot of this stuff with, with say, it's the, you know, the sex that's referred to as the confusion with 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 gender, yeah. right? Which doesn't really, I mean, exist beyond exists beyond masculine and feminine, yeah. right? And that's okay. That's that that means right that sex is not negotiable. Gender is this you know strange nebulous kind of thing that whatever yeah. that why isn't that easy to agree on? Move on, right? Or why isn't it the, sure the, the humans have played some role in climate change? Now let's start addressing it, but. Why is this so hard just to get to the point of going, well, let's let's rank order the priorities. How are we <laughs> going to address it? It shouldn't but be are we, this hysteria. So is the thing, and we're coming up to break, is, is the thing that we have, we're not engaged in a battle of ideas, but we're actually engaged in a repression experiment a little yes. bit. So with a predetermined, predetermined outcome. Okay, we will be back talking with um, Matt Pritk, Partika and Graham Pierce from English Instructors from CNC after these messages. Hello, I'm Carlos Núñez, the Galician Piper. We're the Ducks. Hey, this is Tim Brennan with the Dropkick Murphys. Hey, this is Dave King from Flag and Molly. Sean Smith from Lunaset. Karen Casey here. This is Ian Byrne from the Elders. Join me, Patricia Fraser, for the best Celtic music mix. Celt in a Twist, Canada's Contemporary Celtic Radio Hour. Celt in a Twist with your host, Patricia Fraser, Tuesday nights at 8, following the Coffee House with Eric Bennett here on 93.1 CFIS-FM. Lace up your runners and join the Parkinson Superwalk. For over 30 years, this event has helped to raise funds and inspire hope 
for over 15,000 people across the province living with Parkinson's disease. Together we can ensure every person touched by Parkinson's has the support they need to live well. Show your support by joining the Parkinson's Superwalk at 11.30 Saturday, September 9th in Claytlay-Tanay Memorial Park. To register or donate, visit parkinson.ca slash superwalk. Ron's Hole in the Wall is now open six days a week in the Q3 Creative Business Hub. Stop by and check out his great assortment of books, magazines, DVDs, and collectibles. Tuesday through Friday between 10 and 2. Ron's Hole in the Wall is also open during the Q3 Community Market, Saturday from 8.30 to 2. Drop in regularly as always something different in store. Ron's Hole in the Wall now open Tuesday through Saturday in the Q3 Creative Business Hub, downtown at the corner of Quebec and 3rd. Forecast from Environment Canada, a mix of sun and cloud today with local smoke and a high of 22. Clear tonight with local smoke, a low of 7. For Friday, sunny with local smoke, a high of 24 with a high UV index. This is After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right, Trudy Clausen back here with Graham Pierce and Matt Partika, both English instructors at CNC, and we're talking about free speech uh, well, but mostly more about, uh, I mean, they have an intellectual fight club that they've set up at CNC, but, but just talking around the, about the parameters of the, the need for us to have, be able to have an intelligent discussion without that need to cancel and obstruct and, and, and destroy people for opinions that may be not fully fleshed and, and just, we're in a dangerous spot as a society when, when we cannot have discussions um, and I know that was part of the deal with you wanting to set up your club. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the antidote, I think. Mm-hmm. The an anecdote. attempt at the antidote. This is also why we have popular classes and why the college survives despite some of itself sometimes. Mm-hmm. That we promise, well, this is the, as a coordinator, this is what I've tried to promote, that in the classroom, everything's on the table. You can say anything. And I'm not going to put this in camera. I mm-hmm. want you to go home and talk about it with your families, mm-hmm. right? Take the readings I've given you. Discuss them at the kitchen table. Um, go with your friends. Play cards. You know, have drinks. Talk about it. That's where the real magic happens, right? But in the classroom, this is where we introduce this stuff. Do you have to believe you know, everything? Of course not. And I'm not even, like, in a composition class, I'm not talking about dangerous ideas. I'm talking about, like, should you use the Oxford comma? <laughs> right? Look, or, you know, or, <laughs> do apostrophes have a, have a, a still have a purpose? Um, intellectual Fight Club was really an extension or a step after what we work on in composition. So for sure. the point of our composition classes are to get a student to think coherently and in depth about a particular topic of their own choosing and to, to formulate it in the in the form of an essay. But there's something very isolated about that and very personal about that. And unless you share that, yeah. it doesn't go very much further and you don't get to test your ideas. And so Intellectual Fight Club, for one, is a chance for them to take some ideas that they've refined in their essays or some of the skills they've refined in writing essays to be able to share their ideas in a public forum and be accountable to them to other people in that forum. And it's that that being in the same place with people. Yes, I would like to to we would like to get to the uh, like the Oxford style debate where it's they're just presenting their ideas. They're not yeah. actually doing rebuttals. And okay, so, yeah, yeah. So it's okay, like so that's an Oxford style debate. Yeah, they get up and they. Well, we uh, Fight Club's evolving. We still mm-hmm. don't know what it is exactly well, or how we want it to to end up. Well, because it's 
because the students are it's what they're ready for mm-hmm. do you know what i mean right what we've created is a forum where okay so you write a thousand a thousand word essay and you get up in front of us all on a on a pulpit or a on a shoebox, yeah, you know, that little stage, oh, your little box, yeah, little soapbox, soapbox, <laughs> soapbox. Yeah. and and read it to us, right? Yep. And the next step, I think, will be to to choose an issue, assign people to a topic, and a topic, and push it that way because that's also idea. representative of what's supposed to happen. Yeah, on I mean, on every level. And right? your goal here is to get to encourage deep thinking deep arguments and why is that important like i mean i I realize that for most of us it's like well we all know what what's important but it seems we've forgotten as a society we have become so focused on only thinking acceptable thoughts that basically what it means is we've ceased thinking because we've we've farmed it out to somebody's idea of what correct thinking is and so we stop thinking so i i see this as an effort to try to get people to think again and remember but why is it why is it important for people to think I've got two reasons. One is I've got a colleague who's really into American Second Amendment stuff. He mm-hmm. goes, you know, if you've got an armed society, then you've got protection against the government. Armed society, this is the freedom to bear arms. Yeah, freedom to bear arms. If you've got guns, you can, you know, if the government becomes authoritarian, you've got your... I would argue it's the American First Amendment that's more important. That's There's the right to free speech. It's, it's the reason it's why the it's first, primary. Yeah, And you want your population equipped with with knowledge and and agency and curiosity and that's a kind of force that i mean that's a force to contend with the right to bear intellectual arms yeah the right to bear <laughs> yeah, intellectual because arms because if you don't yeah. have the first yeah you're going to end up with the second you'll mess well, then it up. you like just you just become a a weapon in an army of somebody else's ideas like you've said you've farmed your ideas out to somebody else and so you become a soldier for for some idea maybe well, we that you're see not a lot of managers of. playing that and well yeah, yeah. <laughs> and 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 I would say part you have, I mean, gosh, I'm uh, like, I, I have a far inferior education to, to either of you, but I remember reading, I think it was Bernard Lewis's, um, What Went Wrong? Mm-hmm. Have either of you read that? I'm not familiar with okay, it. Okay. No. It's talking You're about. You're the expert. Yeah. Oh, it was on that, on that book. I read it. I read it about, I read it shortly after 9-11. Uh-huh. Cool. And uh, he talks about what went wrong. Um that resulted with the basically with the i think i can say the arab world sort of turning its hate towards the west right mm-hmm. and and you know he talks about the legitimate reasons and anyway but but i mean the gist of his discussion is that when of of his his background argument is that when a society ceases to trade thoughts to trade technology to trade science that's the beginning of the decline and he talks a lot a lot about the ottoman empire mm-hmm. it was at the, at its peak uh, when when do you, when was that in the 1200s, something like that, and then it began to decline when it sort of figured out that hey we're at our peak we don't need to entertain new, new ideas we don't need to trade, and actually we don't need scientists from other places to collaborate with because we know everything. So is what we're witnessing, are we at our peak and we are on or already on the downhill slope of what we know as Western civilization? I don't know if it's a conscious thing anyway, mm. um, but. No, I'm sure nobody decided it, but it was like the ego of we are at our peak. But that's the fear, I think, always. Whether we're there or not is another question. We're a baby country. We're not in decline. We're we're still in infancy. I think the, uh, 
Authoritarianism isn't a new idea. Every, no, it isn't. Every generation, every society, every it's happening everywhere all the time. The only like, it has to be beaten back. It mm. has to be, you know, <laughs> killed with impunity. It'll <laughs> it'll come back, mm-hmm. yeah. right? And these. So you think about what what's happening right now. So we were talking about um, Jordan Peterson's um, case against the Ontario Regulatory Board for the psychiatrists, psychiatrists, counselors, and whatever. Yeah, the governing agency. Yeah, Yeah, for psychiatrists. The the court that decided that, that's the Ontario, whatever. Court of Appeal? Court of Appeal. No, I think it's it's the first one. The the first first one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, whatever. Ontario. Essentially what they said, and what they said is the interesting thing. And I've had, like, I'm, I'm not an expert on this, but from what I understand is... So you, you, Jordan Peterson, have a, you're protected by the Canadian Charter of Rights, mm-hmm. unless your regulatory board or employer says that you're not, and even then, <laughs> theoretically you are, but you're not in practice. Like, well, so it's it's such a dangerous precedent because if you're part of any sort of, um, I don't know, I guess association, professional body, your opinions in private or in public are now a reflection of your employer regardless of whether you're speaking in your capacity okay. as a member Teachers, of that board. Teachers, nurses, doctors, lawyers. So that's... Social workers, counselors. Yeah. that. Well, you know what? It is time for a break. We'll be back and we'll pick on up on that after these messages. If you believe someone you know might be the victim of elder abuse, turn your concerns over to the professionals and let them investigate. Do not confront an abuser yourself. Let the professionals determine if abuse is occurring. The Prince George Council of Seniors has a list of numbers you can call and websites you can visit for more information. Pick up the list at the Seniors Resource Center at 1335th Fifth Avenue or call 250-564-9100. Place up your runners and join the Parkinson's Superwalk. For over 30 years, this event has helped to raise funds and inspire hope for over 15,000 people across the province living with Parkinson's disease. Together, we can ensure every person touched by Parkinson's has the support they need to live well. Show your support by joining the Parkinson's Superwalk at 1130 Saturday, September 9th in Claytonay Memorial Park. To register or donate, visit parkinson.ca slash superwalk. Are you thinking of selling your business? It's Dave Fuller here, a business coach and a business broker living right here in Prince George. The challenge of being a business owner is that much of our retirement funds are often tied up in the business. If you are getting ready to retire and sell your business, give me a call, 250-617-7467, and we can talk confidentially about how much your business might be worth and how you might be able to get that money out of the business and into your pocket. Again, Dave Fuller, 250-617-7467, or check out our website, pivotleader.com. At Pivot Leader, we help you grow, train, and sell your business. North Edge Ice Sports has moved. You can now find all your recreational and competitive figure skating skates and accessories at Quebec and 3rd. While there, purchase roller skates or inline skates so you can skate all year round. Stop by and check out the assortment of outfits and accessories as you get ready for the coming season. Open from 10 to 5, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, 9 to 2, Saturday. North Edge Ice Sports, in the Q3 building, Kitty Corner, to the Farmer's Market at Quebec and 3rd. You're listening to After 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. All, all right, we're back. Uh, Trudy Clausen here talking with Graham Pierce and Matt uh, Partika from uh, CNC. We're talking about 
intellectual fight club thinking and where did that go what happened what happened to thinking um and you we were talking about the recent supreme uh or the ontario court ruling against jordan peterson saying that he had to attend the retraining efforts by his governing body of college of physician uh, psychologists i think and um, we're assuming that he's going to be fighting that, but because he's maintaining that he has the right as a professional to speak publicly um, with his opinions. Mm-hmm. And but it, he's being punished for, for supposedly hurting people's feelings or for having wrong think. Yeah. I mean, how how do we exist? It's like, as a, it's like the making being offensive illegal mm-hmm. or being rude illegal. It's not a good idea. No. Why not? Because you need to be offensive. Why? Why can't we? No, because I, Here's an I'm ar- this people will argue with me on this. Mm-hmm. They will say, it doesn't matter what you say to me as long as it is kind right. and not offensive. And I'm like, well, how do I know what you find kind or not offensive? That's so right. then basically I don't say anything. But not only that, but like if there is a policy or an idea that has dominance, being kind is to be subservient to it. To to challenge ideas means you have to offend. Means you have to push back past acceptable ways of thinking, acceptable ways of feeling, because progress won't be made without that. Heterodox thinking. Heterodox means to be against the orthodoxy. Heterodox means outside of what is what is commonly accepted as the multiple the, thoughts. Yeah, heterodox. Really. Heterodox. Yeah. yeah, multiple thoughts. Multiple voices. Here's an example that maybe one that, again that's sort of just. A little bit off the charts. Think of like music. When I remember when rap music um, became popular, like in the, especially when it blew up in the 90s, yeah. right? And I don't think there was, I mean, was there a genre that, that suffered more disdain, more hatred, mm-hmm. right? I mean, maybe country. No, right? now country is actually the worst. Yeah, but uh, but <laughs> but music is like I don't, this. I right? don't mean that I like. I don't mean so that I dislike it. I think just of mean. where all the messages in music that came, what we think of as as complaints against the the problems in society. Well, a lot of it was coming from rap music. Where's it coming from now? Well, I think people country are country music. Yeah, it's the most problematic. Yes. It's the outside voice. Do you think who, who's that guy who's like um, not in our backyard or not in a small town? Not in a small town. No, the other one, the, the guy who's just who's recently the, the country one with the guy. red hair and the red beard, and he sings. It's like um, oh yeah, men Arnold? north of the north Richard, of R- Richmond. Richmond. Yeah, what's that? Oh golly, I don't know that one. Well, yeah, you, you, you should check it out. <laughs> it, well, it's, inter- it's interesting because he's so, and it's he's very articulate, very good singer. And it's voice. It's the voice of a disaffected, um, what used to be working class, middle class people who now have had the government turn their backs on them. Right? He says, you know, we're taxed to death, told our lives mean nothing, that we're degenerates, yep. and yeah, that's the Oliver Anthony. Oliver Anthony is yeah. his name. Okay. And his... Uh, I think he's number one on whatever Spotify. Yes, he's, he's been... And, and he's rejected... Uh, just Google his, the response, though, from him from, from like, the CBC. Problematic, you know, country Problematic. singer. Problematic, yeah. Gosh, and I'm thinking, like, uh, I mean, Bruce Springsteen's uh, Summer of 16. Like, golly. No, that's Brian Adams. That's Brian Adams, okay. But, no, but you're thinking Bruce Springsteen, sure, a lot of his early albums are the working class. Yeah, sure. Well, Pete and Bob. Yeah, but I mean, music is it's often the heterodox voices yeah. are the ones who are both attacked but gain the biggest following, right? But the, the, the attacks are vicious, 
Mm-hmm. So, so what are you hoping to accomplish with your intellectual fight club? You're hoping to get to the point where you're actually able to have Oxford-style debates? I believe one thing. This is something that I think is primary. I, I, first day of class, I tell every student, you have the right to offend and you have the right to be offended. Mm-hmm. Carry on. Okay. <laughs> All right. You have the right to offend and the right to be offended. Yeah. But carry on. Okay. It's, that's not a big deal. Be offended. Sure. Think harder. Talk harder. Right? Be a person in the world. Look outward. Stop obsessing about your navel. Right? Yeah, I think it's just giving students and other people the opportunity to say and share ideas where they can't do that otherwise, to test themselves intellectually so against what, others. What kind of response are you seeing from your students then? The few. I, I, like, I don't think that you've got... It's building. building. Yeah. yeah. The students that have come, I think, have enjoyed it. And we've had several come back. And Well, we've only done two so far. Yeah. We, we kind of started the end of uh, last year. This is really an extension of Post North, yeah. the uh, poetry event that we've been doing for over a decade. Okay. Right? Yeah. Where the idea was to get on stage and really express whatever you have to yeah. say what you have to say. The, yeah. the line in poetry is, poetry is the last place you can say what you really, what you really need to say. Because <laughs> nobody's looking. Yeah. <laughs> no, nobody listens to poetry. And then, you know, two hundred years after your dad somebody goes oh yeah. this is very profound <laughs> well it, you still i mean well you, you see that but we suffer we've suffered a fair amount of criticism for for poetry yeah for our involvement in poetry mm-hmm. been called a lot of names uh, yeah but but for students but for and students <laughs> would read at these events right students yeah. would read at these events too but i think intellectual fight club is turning towards well using the essay Right, it's mm-hmm. really turning to the essay and using that as our medium. Yeah. If we're going to affect any kind of change in respect to giving agency, inspiring curiosity, um, encouraging students to read, and students, you know, this we haven't talked about um, learning commons yet. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, well, okay. So I don't know that we're in a civilization in decline, but I think we're a civilization in a recession or depression or something like or in that. Or crisis. Without, without a proper mechanism of speech, thought, and public discourse, a civilization cannot progress. And the Say only that again? Just that little last piece there? Without speech oh, man, and what thought? Did I say? Without free speech. <laughs> without, without free speech. Yeah, a civilization can't progress. That's, That's right. That yeah. is what I grew up being told. Mm-hmm. That you had to be able to, and this is what I aspire to. I mean, this is why I left my little community because mm-hmm. I wanted to go somewhere where I could actually talk and s- about stuff and not be shut down and told because this is the way it is. Mm-hmm. Well, this and is, this is sort of and imagine how I feel. Like priorities. I've left everything that I grew up with in order to enter what I thought was a more liberal society, mm-hmm. a, like a, a society mm-hmm. that was more accepting and tolerant of ideas and discussions. So I left everything I knew, and now I'm landed in a society that is back basically to my old colony Mennonite conservative extremely conservative place which does not allow the discussion of ideas I think I think a lot of immigrants coming to Canada are finding that as well yes sure mm-hmm. of it yeah yeah that's happening well okay and so uh, you know what I'm going to interrupt you yeah, Matt we'll yeah. be back um, we have need to have a break and we'll be back after these messages so just hold your with thought. an increase in the number of bears in Prince George The RCMP remind you to remove attractants like garbage, barbecues, ripe fruit, and bird feeders from your property. Keep your garbage container secure until garbage day morning. Don't interact with bears and only call the RCMP if a bear poses an immediate threat to public safety. 
Finally, check out the Learn to Be Bear Smart information sheet available through princegeorge.ca for more helpful tips. The latest blog from The Vantage Point is part of their Digital Transformation Series, a guide to leveraging SEO for nonprofits. Wow Digital Incorporated's Gabriela Gonzalez shares pro tips on search engine optimization and the benefits of leveraging SEO for not-for-profit organizations to ensure they are found and heard online. Check out the Digital Transformation Series, a guide to leveraging SEO for nonprofits, along with previous blog posts and additional resources at thevantagepoint.ca. The Exploration Place is home to a new exhibit, World War Women, on through September 3rd. Developed by the Canadian War Museum, this special exhibition highlights the contributions of Canadian women in both world wars. Divided into four thematic zones, World War Women uses artifacts, images, audiovisuals, and archival materials to delve in the personal stories of Canadian women during World War I and II. World War Women, on through September 3rd at the Exploration Place, Making History Together. Forecast from Environment Canada, a mix of sun and cloud today with local smoke and a high of 22. Clear tonight with local smoke, a low of 7. For Friday, sunny with local smoke, a high of 24 with a high UV index. Keeping you up to date on current news and events in and around Prince George. This is After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. All right. Well, it's just unfortunate that we have to have breaks because we have fabulous <laughs> conversations in between. I'm here with Matt Pratika and Graham Pierce. We're talking about discussions talking free speech intellectual fight club but you before we uh went on our break matt we were you were talking about when you cease to be able to discuss and when you cease being able to be free to discuss things that are difficult and hard and Mm -hmm. controversial and offensive you stagnate stagnate Mm -hmm. and it's weird that that's being kind of pushed by our progressive politicians isn't that weird? It, Why? Why? Well, but it's a branding thing. They're it's progressives in, in, in brand alone. But, okay, so the point of Fight Club, I think, is we're in this position now where we've kind of hit this stagnation. And the only way forward is to look at the young people coming through the education system and reorient ourselves towards an education that's going to provide them with a better life. And that, in large part, has to do with the opportunity to give them the space to think freely to speak freely to explore those ideas to test good and bad ideas before they get into positions in government or healthcare or education where they've just been told what to think and they can see those ideas fail miserably then they need mm-hmm. that space to experiment it's the same thing you were saying about okay so what do young kids need these days is they need playgrounds and parks in our oh, community yeah. mm-hmm. they need a Not place a unsupervised that you have to drive yeah. to unsupervised play unsupervised play yeah mm-hmm. and we're not seeing that well they need forests yeah 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 um yeah i agree yeah i don't know the um and and you know i was going to talk about this during our break and, and just give you a little bit of a prep time for this but i was thinking okay so for for the people listening and our and our the our listenership is a little bit the older demographic um many of whom have either they're saying okay you know what i at least want to i don't want to burn all my bridges and no i don't agree with most of it but i so i'm just going to shut up about it why is that not a good idea well let me i'm going to start with a just an example of what happened at the first fight club okay we didn't give any instructions other than write a thousand word essay yeah um get on stage read your essay and you know that's what we'll do yeah and the first one 
this is the one where Matt and I both set an example, wrote, yeah. and we both like it wasn't like we we colluded, right? No, but but That's it was right. like yeah, and it was interesting. And then of course Margaret wrote as well, and we all wrote about the necessity or the importance of the the nuclear family, but from right. different angles. Yes, mm-hmm. and. Right, like this is weird, eh? Like when because Somehow we all the sat nuclear down. Your family has become weird, well, and, and and something not that you can't talk about. Well, it's been openly attacked. It's deconstructed. It's argued to be equal to all other f- forms of family, and our arguments weren't weren't attacking those other types of families. It said, like for example, I was actually arguing piano lessons. Yes, you know, and it was, but it was still this idea and of, I, of killing the inner narcissist and. When you have children, that's what happens. This is the importance of family, of having a, you know, a father present in the home, of a number of things. You did the same thing of, yeah, in a different way. Having allegiance to your family in, in front of everything else. So you wouldn't think this is like, oh, this is like, we didn't, we didn't get punished by our employer. We didn't you know, suffer any social ostracization for this. But I know that if I took this to a, to certain classes, say in the university, like this would be seen as a somewhat well a conservative or a you know a slightly dangerous a dangerous um, approach. Okay, so your question was why should people do it? By writing the essay, even for me, it writing. Okay, so you've got these ideas. Writing is the process by which we we articulate. We articulate our thoughts. Mm-hmm. This is why the the essay is is prized amongst all forms of communication, right? Mm-hmm. When we're just in a free flow discussion, like I love podcasts, I love listening to yeah. people talk, but that doesn't hold a lot of water when I'm teaching. Hey, I listen to this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and it's because that's the that's like the first step. The first step of formulating, hey, I got an idea, yeah. is to talk about it. Yeah. Usually with your family or your, your friends or the and people you And that's sort of where with. you're beginning to spin things start. around. That's yeah. yeah. And then, then... And somebody says to you, that's an idiot idea. <laughs> well, yeah, some of them do, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're with a bunch of enablers who are like, you're awesome, we love you. <laughs> and, then, and then you think, I'm so great, I'm going to post that online. And yeah. that's the, the, the pathway. The correct pathway is, I'm going to try to write that down. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to formulate that into to, to sentences and paragraphs. I'm going to try to make an argument. argument. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to to, to I'm yeah. going to try to say something, and then people think, well, that now I'm done. Oftentimes, after a fight club, we go back and go, "What I should have said." Yeah, or you know what I missed. <laughs> but this is the process. Like this is the process. That's just right? the beginning. Yeah. Yeah, and you go from arena to arena until, and this is also what publishers have sort of lost sight of as well. That the idea of a creative act being something that happens alone, right? I've written some poems, and because I'm ideologically aligned with the person who's the you sensitivity know, reader, yes, yeah, sensitivity <laughs> reader, I'm going to get it published. And well, the publisher goes, "Great, I got a grant from the government, but it's only for, for these this these, kind these of types writing. of people or this type of writing." And and then we're going to publish 300 copies of it, and then we're going to shred 200 of them. Hmm. afterwards and you think well that's not that's not what's supposed to happen no right a book is supposed to be this the product of a process of like thousands of hours of conversation Mm -hmm. thousands of hours of of writing and revising and talking and sharing and arguing and like the finished product should be something that is exhausting Mm -hmm. for the person who wrote like holy man like that was an outpouring 
right? Mm-hmm. They should change Kanda Reads to Kanda Reads? The question <laughs> yeah, question. <laughs> reads. Well, let's talk, can, we talk, can we talk about that? Yeah, there's, a, there's, a a movement of, there's a movement of a foot of emptying out libraries of books and buying up electronic collections. And then, and I think this is maybe most egregious. Even some people say, oh, it's just a name. Oh. But there, we don't have a library anymore at the college. We have a learning commons. Mm-hmm. And the idea being? That students don't read anymore. That This was actually told to me. That students don't read the way that you read. They read on their phones or on mm-hmm. their devices. Or they read the stories in their video games or whatever. And so a learning commons is a place for them to, it's to get been, together and... They and prioritize shared working spaces yeah. and study rooms and computer labs which is a separate thing from the library altogether. Mm-hmm. We used to have common areas where students would play cards and talk and, mm-hmm. you know. And study and whatever. And study and whatever. Yeah. But now the library, so to make space, has been emptied out of, I can't remember how many, hundred, thousand, hundreds thousands of thousands, I think, yeah. like lots. Um, and they get lots of e-books, but I don't, e-books don't exist. That's my kind of line. Is it's they a little don't bit like, exist. like somebody was saying like about your family photographs. Like, mm-hmm. sure, you've got them on your phone. Yeah. Or in a disc, but they don't actually exist. No. Ten they years don't. from now, that disc won't work. Or no. the power goes out. Yeah. 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 Okay. But well, the, it, is, the, yeah. it is time for a break. We'll be back. And after this, I'd like to touch a little bit on some practical things that people can do. So um, uh, we'll be back after these messages. The Royal Astronomical Society of Canada Prince George Centre is a not-for-profit organization operating and maintaining the Prince George Observatory with volunteers dedicated to the advancement of astronomy and science in Prince George and neighboring northern B.C. communities. Public open houses are back for the season at the observatory, Friday nights starting at 8. Dress warmly as the observatory is significantly colder than in town. The observatory is located on Telford Road, just off Blackwater Road, before West Lake. Watch for the signs. Eat healthy and fresh at Homesteader Meats, founded by Ben and Rosella Clausen in 1982. Homesteader Meats has two premium quality meat and gluten-free products, plus Wednesday is Seniors Day at Homesteader Meats. Seniors 55 and over save 10% off regular prices. Single portions are available in most items, including pierogies and sausages, and are half-pound packages off ground beef, ground pork, stew meat, and meat pies. Everything from Erladen to Patties is at Homesteader Meats in two locations, College Heights and Park Hill Centre. Stop by to check out the Canadian National Institute for the Blind Thursday, September 14th at the Q3 Creative Business Hub. CNIB's mobile hub will be on hand with children and youth programming, recreation and social activities, learning and employment workshops, hands-on technology training and product demonstrations. Registration and full details are available at cnib.ca slash mobile hub. The CNIB Mobile Hub, Thursday, September 14th from 10 to 3 in the Q3 Creative Business Hub at Quebec and 3rd. The City of Prince George has closed a section of University Way through September 15th for the Shane Creek Bridge Deck Resurfacing Project. The road will be closed between Foothills Boulevard and the entrance to UNBC. The walking trail that runs under the bridge may also be closed intermittently. Transit service for Route 15 will also be affected with details available through bctransit.com. That's University Way, closed through September 15th for the Shane Creek Bridge Resurfacing Project. It's after 9 on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1 CFIS-FM. Okay, Trudy Clausen, we're back with Matt Partika, I'm so sorry, (laughs) and uh, Graham Pierce. Um, Just before, this is our last segment here, um, 
what what advice can we give to people who go well okay so i have some ideas that i know other people consider offensive but let's start off with what to do if someone offends you if like let, let's for instance uh, if you're older and somebody says I've to you, well, I, you've been <laughs> offended, how are we supposed to respond in a society that is civilized? Like if somebody offends you, like let's let's say they say, oh, you're old and your ideas are stupid. This has happened to me. Mm-hmm. It's Even happened just, to you. Sure. Well, just think in, in, who is in work, work, just your workplace. Haven't okay. you, you, you've presented an idea and, and it's been rejected or you've done, you're in a position of leadership, you've done things and people think, You've done it the wrong way. So how are you supposed to well, respond? Well, I've been accused of both of those things. And what I've done is I've written. Here's what I've tried to do. Here's what I believe is the correct way. And you know what? Often what I find is that people either are like, well, yeah, actually that makes sense. Or or if they oppose it. Um, you respond. I don't know. Respond. Respond sincerely, honestly. Yeah, that's right. I'd say that's what we're lacking, though, is the, the sincere and honest response. So your question was, how do you embolden people? Um, it's not just to search out like-minded people. The, you know, I'm kind of with John McWhorter on, and Glenn Lowry on this. If people are really far gone down this progressive social justice That's woke true. thing, That's true. It's, it's almost like... Don't waste like, your time Don't on waste them. your time. Yeah. But in terms of your workplace, when you see this, this, this nonsense, you have, to, you have to find a way. The problem yeah. is that you get... If you have an opinion now and it's not the right opinion, you don't get you don't necessarily get shamed publicly. If you're in an institution, what they do is they take you into a room and it's silent and it's behind doors and there's nobody to support you. And the best thing you can do is if you see somebody disagreeing or sharing an opinion and getting mobbed is you support them. Like at your workplace. Exactly. Workplace in public, online, you know, in government and you go Maybe I don't agree with that person, but they damn well deserve to be able to share their opinion. And yes. that's it. And okay, we that's have something yeah. that's something I think as a Canadian that like that we would quite easily be able to do. Is help each other. Like, help give each someone other else. It's, it's a terrifying thing to do, though. It is. Because you see all this vitriol directed at one person and you go, holy cow, they're getting mobbed in their occupation, but you their know career. What? If, it, if yeah. the mob doesn't work, if the employer doesn't cave, if the friends don't don't abandon you the persevere. mob will move on yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so because this is they're why looking to, it's just like the bully the bully is always yes. looking mm-hmm. for the easy target yeah. right yeah that's right yeah so and i know this is really hard it's so hard to be called bad names it's so hard to be it's harder than you think of things that you're not guilty of it is yeah you have to support the people that mm-hmm. you support and you have to do it publicly publicly <laughs> Yeah, sorry about that. Um, and it's, and, and like you said, it's harder than you think. And yet, I mean, in my mind, we, we're, we're, if we don't, if we don't engage, if we don't protect the people who sometimes inadvertently mm-hmm. will say something that suddenly every, they're getting mobbed for, mm-hmm. if we don't protect them, we stand to lose the right to say anything and we just become like, and to me, this is like I was saying earlier with some passion is this is what I left. I wanted to be in a society Mm -hmm. where you could have vigorous discussion, vigorous debate. I mean, um, I have uh, friends who I think they have like, well, 
They have an Italian background, and the whole idea of Italian culture is to have vigorous, loud debates、mm-hmm. and arguments, and then they sit down and they have a glass、yes. of wine together. Yes,、mm-hmm. well, I thought that was how most families—that's Christmas. Well, <laughs> 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 but that's the idea. But what you see now is fam is people. I mean, this is the this is the thing on social media. People say, "Don't be around toxic people." Or anybody who、yeah. makes you feel bad, and it's like, well, wait a minute,、mm-hmm. how does that work? Like, I know that there's a spot, there's a place where you have to defend you. Like, if somebody you is, you put up your boundaries. You have to put up your boundaries.、Yeah. I I recognize that, but we have to be really careful about not doing that willy nilly just、mm-hmm. because somebody said something that offends us. Well, you end, if you do that, you end up in your own echo chamber. Yeah, something yeah. that that people can do maybe as a is focus on the problem, not the person. It's an idiotic. Idea, right? Not an idiotic person, and that helps. A, I think a lot of people focus on the problem, and if they start attacking you, back to the problem, please. Yeah.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's. So,、um, are you?、Uh, so we're coming up to、uh, college is starting up again, or classes are starting up again. Yeah.、Um, are you? Are do you have a date for your next intellectual fight club? Is the public invited, or are should we just encourage students if they haven't yet to sign up for your classes? <laughs> <laughs> Here's your public your your opportunity to just blatantly、What? advertise your classes. Oh yeah, geez,、uh, classes are really full this year.、Mm-hmm. Well, that's good. Yeah, and yours? Yeah, they're not running away in droves. No, they're, oh, they're but, coming to you in droves. But you know what? Students students should come talk to us. Yeah, if they're feeling like, geez, I had no idea post secondary was a a leftist think tank, you know, or whatever. Just you know, <laughs> come and and not that there's not good ideas in the left. It's、mm-hmm. just. You should be feel free to express your ideas. I'm not. We're as instructors. We're not here to 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 teach you what to think. You're you get that from your life and your family and your experiences. We're here to go. Here's some great books. Here's、mm-hmm. some great things to consider.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of them you'll like. Some of them you won't. You'll find your way. Because、right? we all well and. And and you know what? Sometimes if you read somebody else's contrary opinion, you suddenly go, "Oh, I hadn't thought of that." Yes, and you might actually change your mind. Or you read、yeah. an author that you fall in love with, and it becomes a wormhole where you just—I mean—you opens the world for you. Yeah. And and just I was just thinking, like even as I mean, I mean we've, we're sort of almost a little bit feels like past that stage where people are being cancelled for something they said, you know, when they were a teenager or something like that, and、yeah. it's like. Or even as adults, and it's like we surely should be allowed to change our minds. Of course, if we have more information,、you、shouldn't we be doing right, that? You've always the right to change your mind.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. should. Yeah, if you don't, that's weird. Yeah, and <laughs> that means you're refining your thoughts. Yep. Right, or taking into to account something that you hadn't before. Right.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's. So, are you?、Uh, do you have a date for your next intellectual fight club? We, we don't. don't have we don't、date. yet. We've been kind of on、uh, hiatus for summer a little bit. Okay.、Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably set one up in October.、All、we'll、right. have posters around the college. You know that it's intellectual fight club. You see WWF wrestlers on the cover. Okay. The, or on the poster. <laughs> and、uh, yeah, and, and and the rules are: you write a thousand words. And, and do、yeah. you welcome members of the public? Of course.、Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, that sounds just. You're a member of the public. I, I know. I know. But I sort of had an in because I had a kid t- attending your classes. No, it's so absolutely open. Yeah. I'm. I'm.、Uh, I've got to apologize for this very unruly device on my side here because <laughs> it's a new phone and it's、yeah. like doing all kinds of things that I thought I had told it not to do. <laughs> but、uh, that's that's sort of the thing. So thank you very much, gentlemen, for coming in, and、uh, I appreciate it very much. 
Um, Thanks for having me. And hopefully yeah, you, you don't you get canceled us. for things that we've discussed here. I don't. And if you do, <laughs> I'll have your hopefully. back. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll come to you and we'll go, hey. Not on my watch. We need some backup here. Well, thank you very much. And uh Tomorrow on the air is Friday, and that is the Friday political panel. We'll be back uh, tomorrow. Talk to you then. After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFIS-FM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis-Holt, Darren Guess, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebbs. Listen for a rebroadcast of today's program tonight at 10.